0: Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And this week, I am going first... Organizing my house, or at least starting that process, and I'm doing it with the help of tips from Rhea Safford from Reorganize. So, she is this amazing celebrity organizer. She has companies in four different markets to help people organize, and she is coming on the show today to talk to us all about developing better systems and getting ourselves together. So, maybe next year when spring rolls around, the organizing doesn't feel so hard because we'll have systems in place that make it a little bit easier. But before Before we get there, I would love if you would hop over to mckenziecoppa.substack.com. Hopefully you can understand that through my current cold (laughs) and subscribe for my weekly newsletter that I am really trying to get out there every single week It is going to have a summation of everything that is being put out on the Live Well Anyway platform, everything from YouTube to the podcast, to things on Instagram, to the blog, all the different content that we are trying to currently get out there and start rolling more. Plus, it's going to have my five Friday favorites and things that I'm really enjoying right now. So it's just kind of a fun little place for us to get to hang out. You can even leave comments if you go to the Substack website or you just reply to the email, which is really fun. And you can see other people's comments and interact with other people who are also trying to live well anyway. And that's one of my favorite things about this platform is the community. It's all of you guys who are so committed to making the best of life and really loving on each other. And that's also one of my favorite things about Patreon. It's like this concentrated community of the Live Well community at large. And we would love to have you be a part of that too, which you can find at patreon.com slash live well together. So if you want more community, you want more fun that is coming from Live Well Anyway, you are definitely going to find both of those things in the newsletter and in Patreon. But for right now, let's get on with this episode with Rhea Safford as we talk about getting our homes pulled together and organized and more workable for us. Okay, it's a lot of fun.
1: Welcome, Ria. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I am so excited to have you because I think we're all kind of at that point in the year, we're like, okay, spring is coming. We maybe need to do some things, get some stuff together. And I have been looking at all of your beautiful, amazing photos on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, if this woman only lived closer, I would oh my gosh, I have her it. to my house. So would you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yes. So my name is Rhea Safford. I am the owner of Reorganize and we are a luxury, modern organizing company now in four markets. Um, We're in LA, Orange County, Austin, and Texas. Um, I started this company in 2016 by myself, and it has since evolved into what it is today. And it's basically our mission to help people who feel as out of sorts as I do, just make some sense of their spaces and you know, really streamline systems, create routine ready areas in their home that just make them feel like they can tackle their day. And it has been the most rewarding job ever. It has allowed me the most incredible opportunities. Obviously, like talking to you right now, I can just talk about this all day long. Um, and so that's a little bit about the business and how it got started. But I personally am married, I have three children. I have a seven-year-old daughter, a five-year-old daughter, and an almost three-year-old son. It's happening way too fast. So (laughs) I am definitely in the midst of the absolute, you know, early childhood phases, chaos of just stuff and trying to figure that out. So much stuff. So much. It's a little bit ridiculous. Um, You'd think that I just wouldn't keep getting more stuff because I'm just helping people with their stuff, (laughs) but you can't help it. And it's all about, about finding that balance for sure, but but yeah, that's, and now I'm in Texas. We moved okay. from California. We were there for the last five years. I'm originally from there. My husband's from Texas. And about a year and a half ago, we moved to Frisco just outside of Dallas.
0: Oh, fun. New experience oh. for the whole family.
1: Yes. This is, I think we're finally like settled. We're planting roots. We've kind of been nice. one, foot in, one foot out. I feel like since we've met and now we're, yeah. finally settled which has been a really good feeling
0: that's nice yeah Yeah. especially when your kids are at those ages and they can kind of you know feel like that's where they grew up and that's what you're doing so that's awesome yeah Yeah. and speaking about the kids stuff i mean we'll probably circle back to this but i literally just this past weekend went into my daughter's room they're seven and nine so they're just sort of just sort of coming out of like the little kid toys phase
1: the LOLs and, oh, the,
0: and the all the, all. yes, so many little things. And I pulled out just, I was like, I'm done. I'm pulling like everything that is not necessary out of this room. You guys don't even play with this stuff. It's just like carpeting the floor. So this is really, you know, apt timing that you yes. are here. I don't even touch my 16 year old's room. It's like, whatever, that's your space, do what you're going to do.
1: <laughs> but- and there really is eventually that transition to where I feel like the parent has far less control of their kid's space. You know, yeah. they really make it their own. It kind of becomes yeah. their, their space to really be who they want to be, um, which is great. But you know, obviously, it's hard to to implement systems that way. And even with my daughters, I mean, five and seven, they're already very particular about certain yeah. things they've set up. I mean, they leave like full on like, you know, like settings, like, you know, dolls sitting and eating lunch and it can't yeah. be touched. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. So it, it that's another balance you have to figure out of like, okay, what can I live with? Yes. What do they want to have their space? Like, cause you don't want to take everything away from them as far yeah. as like their ability to create a space for themselves, but yeah, gosh, it can get so nuts and little girl stuff. I mean, I step on things that I'm sure is trash and it's like this mini like yes. juice thing or like a mini bottle. Yes. And I'm like, I don't even understand how they can yeah. enjoy playing with these things, but whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's just, everything is miniature and in triplicate. It feels
1: yes. like. And a surprise. Everything is like, who knows what's in here, but your parents are going to buy it. And then yes, you
0: and find out what ridiculous- You got a miniature crystal light bottle. Yes. What? No. Okay. Let's back up for a second though, because like you said, you started in 2016, which still in my brain doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but I guess it was. (laughs) So take us back to the beginning. How did you start this business? Like where did this come from? So
1: I would say that having children was really the whole reason that any of this came to be. Um, my daughter, I had just had her and I landed a new position with a commercial real estate company I was with. And it was a great, like great paying position. Um, you know, a good place to be for the beginning of our marriage and starting our lives. It was like, okay, you know, we had a little bit of security there. My husband had a great job and I hated it. I hate dropping my daughter off at daycare, 10 hours a day. I just knew that wasn't the job for me, no matter how much you know upside there was um, financially, and so we kind of hit this perfect crossroads. My daughter was a year, and my husband wanted to change. I wanted to change, and he was like, "We were in Houston at the time, um,
0: okay?"
1: And uh, we, he was like, "What if we just went to California, like lived by your parents?" even if it was just for a little bit. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. So we kind of planned this move where he thought I would just be transferring internally with the company I was with. And I took this as the perfect opportunity to think outside the box. What could I be good at? What could I start potentially myself um, to be able to contribute to our family, but have a schedule that just made me feel better and and allowed more flexibility, you know, with, you know, my one daughter at the time, but obviously, you know, with future kids as well. And so I'm very much like the dreamer, big ideas, like, you know, anything we like, if we want to make it happen, we can make it happen. And my husband's like, yeah, that's all great. Like, how are we going to do that? He's much more calculated. You know, he needs a lot of information, facts, statistics to like make a weighted decision where I just kind of fly off the handle and just, you know, decide something. And that's that. Yeah. So yeah. I very much created this business plan basically to present to him. So I was like, this needs, this is going to be like the biggest sell of my life. Like he, <laughs> needs, he needs to be on board for this, you know, yeah. whether not like, oh, he needs to allow me to do it. But just if I don't have like true support, yeah, whatever work, you yeah. know, we need, to, we need to feel supported and encouraged by, by our loved ones. And so, um, I had a friend, you know, create the branding and the whole reason I came up with reorganize, I guess I'll back up there is this season in my life. I mean, you know, between getting married and having our first daughter was like no time at all. all okay. Kind of a little bit. And so immediately, you know, my things tripled because I got married yeah. and then having a kid. And I mean, just kid things, it reproduces overnight. There's so yeah. many so many things and so many phases just within those first 12 months and all the different items that you get within that. So I really kind of looked at myself of just, I felt out of sorts. I felt like I had no systems in my home and I was, and still am a naturally messy person. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm not closing cabinets. I don't put caps back on things. You know, I can look you can basically walk into a room I was in and know everything I did in that room because I'm just like a walking tornado. (laughs) That being said, I've always been creative. I've always been really good with space. I've always been good at helping other people and helping them with their spaces. It really all came down to what I was prioritizing in my life and when I was prioritizing it. So at this season of life, I was losing my mind. I couldn't be the best wife or the best mother if I didn't truly figure out how to implement systems in my home that were going to be easy to maintain. And when I really felt like I figured out the formula for my home to to navigate successfully, I wanted to see if I could bring that to other people. Um, And I just kind of believed that it would turn into something. And after a long day of convincing Connor, because it's a weird concept. I'm like, I'm going to go uh, organize pantries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All good. Don't worry. And like that first year at that other position, I had made six figures. Yeah. So he's like, I'm sorry. Like, let me just like really understand what you're saying. Yeah. Right
0: now.
1: <laughs> Cause obviously that was scary. And we were going to depend a lot more on him financially for me. Yeah. starting off. So it was kind a big of shift. Like, yes. Totally terrifying. But You know, I think those are the things that you have to lean into the most Mm -hmm. are things you're excited about, but that are terrifying. And, you know, I'm so happy that he was like, you believe in it. I believe in you, like, let's do this. And, you know, slowly, but surely it it really started with families in the same season of life as me with young moms talking at, you know, mommy and toddler uh, type classes and landing my first few clients. And I mean. The rest is history, just word of mouth. And then my husband's like, you need to add to your team. If like you're one person and you can't yeah. keep, like whole homes by yourself, yeah. and you a way quicker turnover. And so 2018 was my first hire. Um, and we've just continued to expand since then, but it's been, it's been so great to create something that I had to first really teach myself.
0: Yeah you learned through that trial and error. Yes. And I feel like it gives so many people
1: hope. And that's something that people have found so relatable in, you know, me and in our company is that, you know, it's built by a founder who had to figure this out for herself. I'm not naturally this way. It's not like, oh my gosh, whole life, like you could have walked in my room and everything was put away just so if I wanted to do it at that time, oh my gosh, immaculate but that wasn't a priority for me. So yeah, it's been, it's been really great.
0: Okay, you guys, you know how it is when you're a kid or a teen. Every birthday is a big deal. So moms and dads, we need to treat it like it is, but we also want to do it as simply as possible while also being cool, which is a tall order. But I am here to tell you that as far as your invites are concerned, I've got you covered because when it comes to inviting the family and friends and your kids' friends to a birthday party, you can simply use Evite. Evite offers thousands of free invitation templates for every birthday theme, and they're all fully customizable. You can choose a design created by their community of professional artists or upload your own unique design. From princess and unicorn parties to superhero and dinosaur celebrations to something really sleek and graphic that your teen is going to love, Evite has a hand-illustrated invitation for every single one. Summer pool party, bowling alley, or bounce house, Evite offers free and premium online birthday invitations to complement all kinds of kids and teens birthday party activities. It takes just a few minutes to create and send invitations to everyone on your guest list which I love, and parents can RSVP for themselves and their kids, and you'll get RSVP tracking in real time. Plus, you can set up what to bring lists, gifting options, and you can link an Amazon or Target gift registry to your invite for guests to use too. Evite even has tips and tricks for pulling off a kid's birthday party, and maybe the best part, you won't stress over whether your kid passed the invitations to their friends at school or got a hold of them via text. You could just handle it all in a really sleek way. This is what I'm so excited about using for my son's 16th birthday party. Not only was I able to find an Evite that totally fit his graphic, cool, future filmmaker style, but he can be really hard to buy for. So it was perfect to be able to link his list of the things that he is actually wanting right now and for me to be able to keep track of everything really easily. And our guests are also really appreciating all those features as well. So make your little one or your teen's birthday party the big deal that it is. Find amazing, beautiful, one-of-a-kind designs in minutes, for free. Just head over to evite.com slash live well. So that's evite.com slash live well, evite.com slash live well. Well, that's super fun. And I mean, I'm, I'm only going to hit on this, but I do think it's so interesting that you have done it for celebrities. You've organized for celebrities. Yes. Is that just, I mean, a strange feeling Going into like their intimate spaces and overhauling their stuff.
1: The weirdest. I, yeah. <laughs> at the beginning, at the beginning, because I felt so much pressure. Because yeah. before I had worked with any celebrities, I mean, they're such a pedestal. You know, it's like, you know, we can't believe celebrities are just like us. And, you know, certain people that I would have assumed had 15 staff members in their home had zero. Yeah. And, you know, trying to navigate things themselves and we're, you know, when you strip away fame and, you know, how much money they have in their bank, they're literally just like us. And it, it blew my mind that it didn't matter how wealthy someone was, you know, they still have to reassess their inventory. They still have to find good systems that, you know, make it easy to maintain their spaces. And I think it was so like extra rewarding to me, you know, especially the, the certain people we got to work with that I was gaining them more time in their day.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: yeah, it was just, I mean, it's, it still, is. just the people we've gotten to work with are so phenomenal. Um, you know, some of the names are like Paris Hilton was an incredible one. The thing that really like blew up our Instagram for the first time, um, and was the first like Nationally exposed project was Chrissy Teigen's Pantry, which, like, pinch me, what is even yeah. happening? Yeah,
0: yeah, holy this cow,
1: make any sense, but yeah, because but I now- mean,
0: I would assume going into anyone's space, there's a little bit of like, wow, they're letting me in to see their stuff stuff that yes. other people don't usually see. You know, we are always like, even with our friends, usually, like trying to clean our houses before they come over, or if it is messy when they come over saying like, oh, I'm so sorry about the mess. Or, you know, like that's our natural instinct. And for celebrities who I imagine have even more of a wall and a guard because they have to, it that has got to feel like, I mean, a privilege, but also just such a strange feeling to step into those like intimate spaces of their lives to be like, okay, let me help you with your stuff. Like it's their stuff.
1: And it really is the most vulnerable thing that you let somebody do. I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, how many times have you like shut certain doors or like, hey, go over there? And, you know, they get overwhelmed just like we do. You know, they need help, they need direction just like we do. And, you know, having a cleaning staff isn't the same thing. Because at the end of the day, you are the only one that can speak for your things. Yeah. And so, it's really cool when certain people are like, you know what? I do want to do this and I'm ready to invest in myself and in my things and take the time to really figure this out because it's not something that, you know, their assistants can say like, yeah, they want it. Yeah. They don't, they really are taking the time themselves. And I mean, for all of our clients, it's so important that you're like mentally ready for it.
0: Yeah. Cause you want to do it. Yes, exactly. Like you don't want to invest in that and then have it just backfire and be right back where you were, which I think is where a lot of us find ourselves as we are trying to organize our homes. And, you know, I've done it a thousand times and there's always the accumulation of new stuff and, you know, all of those things that play a factor and seasons changing, like we've already talked about with kids and, you know, we have different amounts of time and like you've mentioned priorities, but if somebody is saying like, okay, I, I really do want to get a handle on my space and make my space work for me. What is your first piece of advice to give people? Like what is that first step they need to take?
1: So usually the first step is exactly what you just said. It's being ready for it. It's I call it the organizing mindset. Like you have to be ready to pull the trigger and really make this a priority in your life. Um, Cause it really becomes part of your life, part of your daily routines. And I think so much of the organizing journey mirrors like a nutrition and fitness journey. Like I always Mm -hmm. say, you could be handed a complete nutrition plan, a complete workout plan. You could be handed the exact steps to transform into whatever your goals are, but if you don't do them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so you have to be ready to do them. And, you know, I think so much of it feels overwhelming and usually, you know, whether you're tackling it yourself or you're hiring a professional, that's the biggest one, right? That's the biggest reset where you're truly assessing your entire inventory that you haven't done. And the goal from there is that it's these little things that you can do regularly to not let it feel so overwhelming again. Yeah. Um, and even like you had mentioned spring cleaning, which you know, obviously this is a big time um, you know, where I'm asked about a lot of different things and um, people are looking for advice and tips and You know, one of my biggest things is we don't want to save everything for new years or spring cleaning because it starts to feel so hectic and you see your whole house as a project versus, you know what? Like every time you're putting your kids clothes away, if you notice that you're like folding a shirt that, you know, doesn't fit your daughter anymore, you're setting that aside immediately. Taking action immediately when you know that something needs a change or a shift makes such a difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. It's hard because you, it's you so do hard. just like, you feel like you don't have the time, but if we do take those small steps in the moment, that makes a big difference.
1: Totally. Same so- with like hiding up your house. Like just like picking up after things. Yeah. If I just like put the peanut butter away from yeah. <laughs> the morning. It's like, I have to tell myself these same exact things. So I never want to seem like I'm up on a soapbox of so like, do it. It's so easy. Like I'm regularly having to show up for myself and for my home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that, like you were saying, it's a lot about just priorities. I mean, I know there was a point this fall where I just said, you know what? My house is not the priority right now because I'm trying to bust in my business and I'm running kids to a bazillion different activities and I'm just trying to make it through the day. This isn't the time for that. And if, and I had to know, then okay, my house isn't going to look the way I want it to then. But then you, you come back to that place where you're like, okay, no, it, it does need to be on the docket here for where I'm spending some time every day. And I think you have to know that about yourself and, and know that if you want it to look different, then it's going to take it being a priority. Exactly.
1: And that's okay if it's not the time for it, you know, especially new moms, like that's how. Yeah. And tell our you know families that are just starting out and having kids for the first time, and you know people feel such shame and embarrassment when you know their house gets away from them, and you know especially in that phase, it's like okay, if you have you know an hour because your newborn is sleeping, there are a million other things I could think yeah. of doing, going and tackling like your medicine cabinet. Yeah. So it's kind of just as long as you can stand it. It is what it is. And at the end of the day, there's no way we're supposed to be or how, you know, our homes should be. It's, it's what makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I can just like exhale and navigate my home yeah, and aren't things causing me stress.
0: And when we do have that time to do that and make that a priority, it really can, like you were saying, give you back time in your day when it's organized and it's a place that is working for you. So talk to me a little bit more about how you were talking about the systems. I think that's really interesting. And I want to hit on that for a little while. Like, what does that mean? What does that look like? What kind of systems do you implement for people? Share more with me about that.
1: So when I say system, I mean like the setup of your space and how you're going to navigate it. And every single person is so different. And I know that, I mean, people going to our Instagram or, you know, looking for suggestions, people want just like the blueprint of what should my pantry be? What should my closet be? And we are all so different, you know, a closet, somebody might, you know, only hang their pants and, you know, maybe they're not able to maintain a space that's folded. And when we go in, we're really learning these things about our clients and, it's things that, you know, you can ask yourself when you're tackling your own space of, okay, wait, hold on. Like I'm assessing my closet. You know, I always, you know, kind of do this reset where I finally put everything back on hangers and I fold everything in my drawers, but is this even set up correctly? Mm. Cause a lot of times, you know, we're moving into our homes and putting things places. And then we just kind of force ourselves to live with that. Yeah. And, you know, we force that space to work for us versus creating a space that is made for us. Yeah. Because the way we navigate our spaces is also different. And of course, you know, there are, you know, general rules to go by, but, you know, some quick little tips when creating a system within your space, um, we had talked about, you know, what the first step I believe is uh, organizing mindset. The second one I would say is allotting appropriate amount of time. You don't mm-hmm. want to set yourself up to fail. Yeah. You, know, you start a big project and then you don't have time and then you're shoving everything back and you just kind of keep doing that. And you feel like you're not doing it well, but you were never set up to do it well. Yeah. Um, really assessing all of your inventory to get rid of anything you don't use, want, love, doesn't fit broken, whatever. Yeah. When you've done all of those things and you're assessing an empty space, you want to figure out, okay, these are the things that I use the most and that I always need. And you want those to be the most accessible. And Mm -hmm. this applies to literally any space you're working with your closet, your pantry, your office, whatever are your daily essentials. You want those to be the most accessible and you work backwards from there. To where by the end, you have the things that are super random, not very often. And that's okay if it's on the highest shelf. Yeah. But you know that you've started, you know, from the most accessible out. And there's always going to be little tweaks. You might think like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try hanging my jeans. I think I'm not, it's not working me folding them and putting them on these shelves. Everything gets crazy. And maybe that's not perfect. And you have to kind of keep tweaking until you're like, okay, wow, I noticed that the space is staying, you know, is being maintained so much better than it has been. And then Mm -hmm. you'll start to learn ways that you're, you're needing your spaces to be, to be maintained.
0: Yeah. Okay. Personal, personal advice here. So I have a bathroom that obviously I, well, I'm a single mom. That might not be obvious, but it is to my listeners who know that. So it's just mine, my bathroom And I have a real passion for like skincare products and makeup. There's, there's a good amount of it, but there's only so much space in that bathroom. Right. What do you do? Like, how do you make that a more functional space when it's like, I really don't want to get rid of this stuff. I've tried to go through and purge what I don't need, but I want these things. (laughs) So what do you do with them?
1: So the biggest thing is figuring out what am I literally using every day? Cause those have to be the things that are the closest, whether you have an organizer on top of your counter or it's your top drawer or it's, you know, the nearest cabinet, your daily uses, which of course with skincare that can evolve, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Those things can be switched out. Um, it's, so you're going to have your items that you're like, you know, your serums and your moisturizers and your cleansers. Those are the things that you want close. Um, you know, Divided turntables are great. Um, there's lots of different countertop organizers that, you know, are stackable. So you can take advantage of vertical space. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, A lot of times you have to look at the space and this goes with any of your products, the space that isn't being used. So a lot of times people won't think, oh my gosh, I can add organizers on the inside of my cabinet doors. Like you just created essentially two more shelves, three more shelves. You know, there are little like pocket organizers that you can slide in there and put all kinds of stuff. Um, and those can even just go on empty wall space. Yeah. You know, there are ones with adhesive that can go on there. So kind of figuring out when you're using your skincare, what does that look like? Are you like, okay, I'm doing my AM routine into where all of those items are specifically for that moment. And mm-hmm. I'm doing and this is my nighttime routine. Or are you like, you know what? Honestly, I switch it up so differently every single day that I just need moisturizers, serums, mm. you know, cleanser, oils what yeah. happens and, and subdividing them and i think the more that you have things micro organized the more you're able to really look at each category often to realize okay i have not touched this thing in 2 years i know yeah. i really got to really use it like i've heard it's great for the under eye but i'm just i'm not grabbing it it's over um and then you're able to keep maintaining those spaces Um, and the more that you dial in your spaces, the less you're wanting a bunch of random things to be added to it. Yeah. And you really start shopping more purposefully because you want it to fit with your system that you've created.
0: Sure. And you're more aware of what you have. Yes. Yes. Okay. You ladies know that I love me some supplements. I love to try to help my body be as healthy as possible or recover quickly like I am currently trying to do from the cold that I have. And I rely on a good omega-3 to help me get out of these slumps and to stay well in general. I've hardly been sick at all this year. This has been the first time in quite a while. And I have tried a lot of different omega-3 supplements. And I've got to say that Iwi is one of the best that I've ever used. Their secret is algae. It's a whole nother level than plain fat fish oil. And that's why I love Ewi because do you know where omega-3s even come from in the first place? Well, algae. And with Ewi, you go straight to the source and skip the middle fish and the nasty fishy aftertaste. Ewi's proprietary form of algae leads to 50% more absorption, the world's highest absorption of any source of omega-3. Ewi's proprietary formula goes right to your bloodstream for more absorption and more health benefits. And in a clinical study, Ewi cholesterol helped reduce bad VLDL cholesterol by 25% on average in just three months. So no matter how old or young you are, you can reap the benefits of Iwi. If you're all about that healthy lifestyle, then adding Iwi to your self-care supplements is a must to support your heart, brain, vision, and overall wellness. And all of Iwi's products are plant-based, sustainably sourced, and farmed in the U.S. Other than helping to build my immunity up and all of that kind of thing and help me recover, like I mentioned at the beginning of this ad, I also love that iwi helps my brain to feel like it can function. It's like it keeps the gears oiled up there in my head so that I can keep working well and thinking clearly. And without it, I just don't feel like I have the same sort of clarity and focus as I do when I'm taking it. And it's never too late or too early to start taking iwi. So go to ewelifecom slash live well and use the code LIVEWELL to save 30% on your first purchase of any Iwi product. Take advantage of this limited time offer today. I-W-I-L-I-F-E dot slash live well, code LIVEWELL for 30% off your first purchase. eweelife.com slash live well, code LIVEWELL. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, ladies, hormones. None of us really enjoy dealing with them, but they're something that we have to deal with all of our lives, so we might as well figure out a way to do it well. And Bonafide is a company that is made to do just that. Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany hormonal fluctuations within our bodies because every woman deserves relief without compromise. So Bonafide provides women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives from PMS to menopause and everything else along the way. I mean, they truly have something for any sort of thing that you might be dealing with that's relating to your hormones, whether that's vaginal dryness or hot flashes and night sweats, PMS, and all kinds of other things. Bonafide is there to help you out. They have non-prescription solutions that treat women's health issues using ingredients from nature as often as they can to maximize effectiveness and relief. The ingredients in every Bonafide product are the result of thorough research and development, and clinical trials, resulting in every product being scientifically validated. Safety is their top priority. All products are made with safe yet powerful ingredients completely free from hormones and without alarming side effects. And their products are recommended by over 8,300 doctors across the country. And Bonafide has helped over 333,000 women. So give Bonafide a try today. No hormones and no prescription required. Real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com and use the promo code LIVEWELL. That's HELLO, B-O-N-A, Fide. dot com and code Live Well. That's L i v e W e l l for twenty percent off at checkout. For best prices and free shipping, go directly to the HelloBonify. dot com website. This is their best offer anywhere, so check it out and use the promo code Live Well.
1: Knowing what you have, that is that is the biggest thing, and I reorganize our whole thing is to to know what you have, why you have it, how you're going to use it. We're not going in and saying, you need to get rid of everything. You need to look like no one lives here. You need to be a minimalist. We don't care if you get rid of nothing. We just want to know that you've been reintroduced to all of those things. Yeah. There shouldn't be any, I have no idea what's in there. I don't know what's on that upper shelf. Like when you know where everything is and the entire blueprint of your space, it makes such a difference for maintaining it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just to, have that self control of what you actually need to keep buying and or not buy. You know, I think that's that's a really good idea. And I've been looking at this space and I've tried to reorganize it a few times now. But I love what you're saying about that micro organization. That mm. that is like a game changer.
1: And in the bathroom, you know, the under sink, I feel like that is just the forgotten space because there is so much room in there to have like stackable drawer solutions. We'll yeah. do drawers with a turntable on top. So there's like, I mean, three different categories of things organized just on one side of the under sink. Yeah. And it opens up so much more space. Plus the cabinet, like pockets that you can add to it. I mean, forget it. You could just like double your space. So that's the first advice that I would give is go and see what isn't being used. And is there a way that I can take advantage of it?
0: So as people are looking at like organizational products to be using, to try to make sense of their space, especially if you're running to press into doing more of this, like micro organization, like you're talking about, what are some of your favorite places to go to get these products? What should people be looking for? Like, do you have any tips specifically about that?
1: Yes. Great question. I will start with you do not even want to think about product until you have done all the steps up to figuring out where everything's going to live. Okay. Because you can look at an empty space or you can just know, oh, I have all these shelves and they're this measurement. There are a million combinations you can do there. And when you just go and grab things you think are going to work for your space, you find yourself forcing those products to work just because you paid for them and you don't want to return them. And it's like, I guess I can use this basket for this. Versus knowing here's where everything's going to be living in my space. You know, it makes a difference if it's in a drawer or on a shelf Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: knowing from there, what products you need to solidify that system. So, you know, if you know, things are going to be in a drawer obviously you're going to need drawer organizers to create homes for all those things because there's only so long that you can maintain a space of just like lining things up, right? There needs some (laughs) sort of containment um, to help you maintain that system. So that being said, um, there are so many amazing products out there. I'm going to do a slight plug. Um, We just launched a kitchen and pantry collection on Amazon.
0: I saw that. It's very Yes.
1: So exciting. This is like my first, you know, first venture into product. So that was very awesome. Um, Wood and wire collection. Um, Just like very natural. um, Beautiful. Yeah. Like this for kitchen and pantry, but Amazon, um, the container store, of course, Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, those are all great for just the everyday universal items. Of course, you know, you can look at, you know, the Crate and & Barrels and West Elms and Lulu and Georgia for, you know, more elevated type storage solutions, um, you know, when it comes to to baskets or glass canisters, you know, pottery barn. There are so many different tiers sure, right, of the type of products you can get, but I always suggest getting The best quality you can find because one, you're going to be more likely to use it because you invested in it, but two, it's going to last you longer. And, you know, if it's better quality, um, you're not going to be replacing it as often.
0: Yeah. I like that. And I think it's so helpful to know, you know, what's in your budget and what is reasonable, but making sure you're investing in those quality pieces. Like, I think I would rather get just a few good quality ones and start with a space, then inundate myself with a bunch of stuff that isn't even really going to work and isn't going to last.
1: Yes, exactly. It can definitely be slowly pieced. You know, you can use um, just like temporary items until you know that your budget is ready to invest in certain pieces, you know, are going to be great to finalize your space, but it doesn't all have to be at once. It can totally be a slow build.
0: So do you have any specific advice for kids spaces? I mean, I know we kind of hit on that and there's that individualism that they have and they want their space to, you know, feel like their own, but especially when they're younger and you're trying to tackle some of those things, what are some of your biggest tips for dealing with those areas?
1: Yes. So I would say the like itty bitty phase, you know, up until 18 months at least the organization is more about what's going to work for you as a parent and yeah. how you're going to maintain that um maintain that the best so a lot of times it's more catch all systems you know it's cube yeah. storage systems um with very general categories you know the more micro organized um things are just just there's no sense to what kids play at at that age you know they're grabbing yeah. a hairbrush and you know, a toy car and a stuffed animal and are just like running around and enjoying it. So you just want like general areas you can put these things back to. And as your kids, you know, start to understand, you know, pictures that you'd be able to use labels. And then as they're learning to read, you can really start to micro-organize things better and make things accessible for them to be able to grab themselves. You know, even starting with with cubes and just like more, you know, basket type stuff for early, early ages, mm-hmm. they're already seeing that pattern of, you know, we've taken this out, we're playing with this, we're putting this back. And I mean, you're starting habits that quickly, you know, having them help you clean up, um, is so important. And especially after each activity, I know way easier said than done. So like, <laughs> I just I say that it in a perfect world, we would want them picking up their activities before starting a new one. Yeah, And, you know, with my kids, seven, five and almost three, you know, my son, I mean, even at his age, like he knows where to find his toy cars. He knows when it's like cleanup time and they're all picking up stuff. He knows where to put things back. And it's really cool to see at such a young age that, you know, there's a system that's working. Even yeah, for him. yeah. Um, and of course, you know, they start to have more like specific activities, you know, puzzles and, you know, different arts and crafts and all of those things to where you want it to be micro organized. You want things, things you're okay with your kids grabbing. Like, you know, I put, you know, certain paints and stuff that I don't want them just like grabbing at any time. Sure. But things that they're okay with grabbing, you want it to be easy for them to see. You want it to be a system that's easy for them to pick up and, put back. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, visibility and accessibility are huge when it comes to kids spaces.
0: Yeah. I think that's really good and getting them in those habits. Like you were saying of learning to put that stuff back themselves and do that stuff. We're even kind of like moving into that. Like you can fold your clothes and put them away. Like, I don't have to do that for you. Here is the space. Here is the drawer. Like you do it. And, and that, especially if you have numerous children, I think that just takes so much weight off of you as a parent. And it's good training for them for when they're grown and gone.
1: Absolutely. And I, I totally agree with that. And I'll say too, that starting at really young ages, my kids started to learn what purging was,
0: mm-hmm. you know? And, and
1: I think when you pair that with these get to go to other kids, yeah. who don't have these and oh my gosh what are we so we like we kind of word it as like what are we picking out for other kids yeah like, what do we not need anymore that other kids can play with and it's made it something I mean really sweet for us to do but they get so much pride in like oh my gosh we love this but I don't need this anymore yeah Usually, it's the older sister saying this can go and it's all the younger sisters.
0: stuff.
1: (laughs) But of course, I mean, that's like perfect scenario on like a perfect day when we're doing that. Usually I'm setting aside stuff for donation and that becomes their favorite toy immediately. Of course. We try again. But another little tip that I have a lot of clients that, I mean, they already had this system in place before before we showed up, but people like rotate toys. I've Mm -hmm. never personally done that, but there are people who have just, bins of toys in, you know, maybe a storage closet or their garage. And, you know, every couple months they switch out the toys that live in their playroom. Yeah. Um,
0: I think those are people who have much more energy to devote to that than I do, but I know it works. Like for those of who do it, it works. My big plan. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that
1: they, they'll play with whatever toys are there. Like yeah. I know that we have an excessive amount of toys because I've seen yeah. them in a the space where there's barely anything and they are completely entertained. Yeah. So yeah. with toys, less is definitely more.
0: It's no secret that I love makeup, and Thrive Cosmetics is one of my very favorite brands and has been for years. First of all, they make great products that really work and look beautiful on the skin and the eyelashes, and I also love that they're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. This is really important to me, and anytime that I can find a product that works and is clean, that's such a win-win. They have no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free my very favorite product from Thrive that I come back to again and again and again. I just can't help myself because anytime I try a different one, it just isn't the same. And that is Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. I absolutely love this stuff. It is my ride or die. I love that it makes my lashes look amazing. And then to top it off, it comes off super clean. So I don't get those raccoon eyes and it doesn't burn my eyes like some mascaras do when I'm taking them off. It's just like All the way around. It's ultra lengthening, eye opening, lasts all day without clumping or smudging or flaking. I can even take a nap in this stuff and it still looks amazing. And because it has clean and nourishing ingredients, it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time, which I absolutely love. One of their other products that I love and I use daily is their Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream. It instantly lifts, tightens, and brightens skin around the eyes with line smoothing hydration, which I am always looking for. It softens, soothes, and deeply moisturizes the skin while instantly reducing dark circles and puffiness, plus it fights signs of stress, and I've got a lot of that in my life, and then therefore it also fights aging and dullness. It's like beauty sleep in a bottle, which I could definitely use more of. Then to top it all off, Thrive supports amazing causes for women under their Bigger Than Beauty initiative. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash livewell. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash live well for fifteen percent off your first order.
1: And another tip that I will say is, you want to centralize toys and activities as much as possible. Mm, you want their yeah. base for all of these items. I, I mean, now my daughters have American Girl dolls and they want those completely set up in their bedroom. Yeah. But prior to to this little phase, their rooms have never been like where toys. Are encouraged to be played with
0: mm. like
1: that's the play space area and it really helps maintain their rooms better because it's yeah. for you know just changing sleeping whatever yeah. reading um so that's been something that has helped me a little bit just having a main area where we know any toys that are found around the house that's where those live
0: yeah that is definitely helpful if you can have that sort of a space i think when my kids were younger that was definitely the case. Like the, the toys were in that sort of area. And then as they've gotten older, it's like migrated more to their rooms as they like yeah. are spending more time in their independent spaces and that sort of thing. But I think I, I say this because it literally just happened last weekend my girls weren't home. And I was like, okay, now's the time because I'm either going to burn it down or I'm going (laughs) to really do a purge on it. But I did the same thing for my boys. I think about the same age where it was like, I think they've transitioned out of like a lot of this little kid stuff. And I pulled it all out into a bin and I'm like, okay, I'm not getting rid of it yet. I'm just going to stick it in the garage. And then if they ask for something, I still have it. But I'm gonna like test the waters. And I remember doing that with my boys. And sure enough, like we moved out of that house and they had never asked for a single thing out of that bin. And then I could get rid of it and like let it go and take it to goodwill. And it was like okay. But sometimes you kind of have to do that testing of like, well, what are they even actually using? Are they even gonna notice if this is gone? Yeah,
1: that's so smart. Cause honestly, like when you bring it to their attention, that's when they're like, wait, no, oh my gosh, I yeah. love that, or especially if they're sentimental. Like yes. my oldest one like anything, like it's, I mean, it's hard for her just to have her sister wear a shirt that doesn't fit her anymore. Yeah, Everything she wants to put in her keepsake box.
0: Yeah, And I'm like, okay,
1: this is just like a shirt from target. Like relax. We pass it along, but she is super attached to things. And, you know, kids are all so, so different too. And and it's been interesting and fun as a parent to realize how different they are and how you really have to to navigate each one so differently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Truly with their things and their emotions and everything about them. They're, they're all different. So I'm, I'm testing the waters again with my girls. I did it with my boys. We'll see. I love that. See if the girls ask for anything and then I still have it, but yeah. Okay. I'm really curious. So you, you've, you know, obviously created this amazing business and it's expanding and in all these different markets and you have products on Amazon, but you're also a mom. And so I would love to hear like what a typical day looks like for you.
1: Oh my gosh. Complete chaos. Yeah. It's all truly so different day to day. Cause there's a huge difference if I need to be onsite for a project, which sure. is, way more rare these days usually if I'm going to a project I'm like flying out to California um so I'll just talk about like what a typical day is here okay Um, definitely I mean momming is my number one favorite job the most important to me period um a typical day would be getting up um preparing breakfast which of course every kid likes something different yeah Um, getting lunches ready uh school snacks and my husband and I have like great teamwork like he's the one that like brings little man down cuz little man doesn't have to leave as early as the girls and then he fills up the girls water bottles and I'm getting everything else ready and he's the one that drives the girls to school and I take my son um so we have a nice little system of course every single day starts with a ginormous ginormous mug of coffee i probably have like a <laughs> cup of, of coffee a day honestly
0: oh my goodness um,
1: I just love it so much. I don't even think it really gives me energy anymore. I just, I just need it. Um, But it's definitely like, you know, the, the getting ready for school hustle, getting the kids to school, something I've really made a point to prioritize um, since the new year has been, I guess a little bit before the new year, but has been working out. That is such an important outlet for me. I noticed that I feel the most just like out of sorts when I'm not prioritizing my health. Mm -hmm. Um, So three times a week, I actually get to do strength training. Nice, I've been incredible. And it was just always something to where I felt all this guilt of like, okay, I should be at my computer instead of doing that. But then I didn't want to lose kid time if I was waiting till like after work hours. So it was just something where I'm like, you know what, this is helping me Mm -hmm. be better at everything else. And this is important to me. So that's part of, um, a typical day for me as well. Um, I'm pretty much the only one doing our Instagram and any sort of like branding social media. Um, like that's me answering comments or answering DMS and, um, all of that. So that
0: prepare- seems rare these days. So
1: that's awesome. Yes, it is awesome. It's definitely uh, like stressful. Yeah. Because, um, these- the algorithms and stuff like yes, pressure, like, Oh my gosh, I have to be posting stories every day, but sometimes I look like absolute mm-hmm. crap yeah. or sometimes I'm just like not having a great day. But if I don't post stories, then, you know, my little face bubble isn't going to be at the top of someone's Instagram. And then views are going to go down and then brands aren't going to want to partner. And it's like this yeah, this snowball. There's so much pressure and
0: And now with the video thing with the reels, that's the part where I'm really just like, okay, I can come on and do a story because that's off the cuff But reels require editing and forethought and I'm supposed to be funny. And like, you know, it that's pressure.
1: So, so, so much. It's like constantly having to pivot. I mean, there was a point where I was like, okay, we're going to have a YouTube channel. And like our first YouTube episode got 150,000 views. Okay. Well, if you look, there's like, Two posts, or it might just be the one yeah. video on there, like nothing ever happened again. So I'm like, that is exhausting. I don't even know when we'll have the time to do that. Yeah. Um, and like TikTok, I'm like, ugh, like it's like there, but like I totally forget about it. And so, and anyway, yeah, um, social media is a major, major part of my day. Um, you know, definitely checking in with our teams, like the different projects going on. Um, I'm the one that prepares our uh, product or our project estimates. Like no matter what market, um, well, I have my other right hand in California, but any proposals that are needing um, me to give the estimates for before they're sent out, Um, my husband actually works uh, with me for a year ago. That's awesome. It all taken off. Um, But yeah, I would say a bunch of social media stuff and any sort of uh, things like podcasts, um, mm-hmm. been a really big part of this year. So I've been on a lot of those, which has been really great. Um, other than that, I feel like it, it totally varies day to day. And I pick up the kids every single day. That is my thing that has been since day one. That was so important to me that That's I was awesome. able, to be able to pick my kids up from school. And my goal was by the time my daughter was in second grade, that I was always here. I was working like 12 hour days. It was oh, so yeah. in at the beginning. Yeah. I feel like I'm finally starting to, you know, reap the reward of nice hard work. So picking up the kids, I mean, aside from like sharing stories and just like organic stuff throughout the rest of the day and family stuff and giving people a peek into our life over here, I really try to just be like with the family yeah. once the kids are picked up. And of course I'm around for like any sort of business call or whatever, um, But I've really gotten to a point where I've been able to step back more um, from the day to day and it's been incredible.
0: That's awesome. That's really good. So if there is some little thing, what would you name that you are doing to live well anyway in the midst of all of the chaos and the crazy that just, you know, takes care of you? Maybe it's the working out already, or is there some other little thing that you do for you?
1: I would say right now it really is working out. Yeah. That is something, you know, between the strength training and honestly boxing, like I developed yeah. obsession with boxing. I started <laughs> it like over a year ago. And it was the first it was their 30 minute sessions with this amazing trainer. And it was the first thing I noticed that my brain couldn't think about anything else. Yeah. I was so in that moment and I have the worst habit of thinking about a million things all the time. Like, I feel like nothing ever turns off. Mm -hmm. I just get a focus on that and what I'm doing. And, you know, I do want my kids to see that I take care of myself and that mommy's wanting to be stronger and, and healthy. And, you know, that's, that's just as important to me as, you know, mommy works really hard. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I'd say working out.
0: All right. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. And I I love what you're saying about that. Like, we want to teach our kids by our example of all these different things, all these different aspects of our life. So, that's really awesome to show them taking care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for my stock questions? Yes. Okay. Candles or essential oil diffuser? Candles. All right. (laughs) Cloth napkins or paper? Mm, Cloth. Okay. City or country?
1: Mm, Oh, that's so tough.
0: I'd say country. Okay. Paper or digital? Paper. Shopping. Would you rather do it online or in the store? In the store. Okay. It's whatever time you're making dinner and you need a mental break. Do you listen to a podcast or music? Music. And what is some of the music you would listen to?
1: Mm, it's. I feel like it's always like two thousands. Like I will listen <laughs> it, either like two thousands or it's like the the train radio or yeah. you know, grammar
0: radio. Okay, I like I that vibe. Awesome. Okay, chocolate milk or dark?
1: Oh gosh, dark now.
0: Dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sports or no sports? Sports. All right, live broadcasting. Would you rather broadcast or watch? Um, broadcast. Okay. Favorite movie? Oh
1: my gosh!
0: <laughs> I know it's a hard one.
1: Oh geez, I guess the, the first one that comes to my mind is a walk to remember because that was like, okay, so major.
0: Yes. Me. Oh, me too. That was like a a moment in time
1: <laughs> for no. sure.
0: Okay. And if you were to put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum where zero is totally not crunchy and 10 is like singing kumbaya by the fire with your legs unshaven and dreadlocks in your hair, where oh my- would you be on the spectrum?
1: <laughs> Wait, I love that this is even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would like okay, it's like one to 10. Yeah. Is that ten? Like two. Okay. Yeah. That's two. your sp-
0: You got to do you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't have that much chill. I'm learning about myself.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was so fun to have you on today. I think you've given a lot of great tips and hopefully helped people to just sort of be thinking about organizing their spaces differently and prioritizing them differently. So, thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. This was awesome. And I got tips from you too. I'm totally oh. going to try the, the bin hiding away. Yes. Does anything
0: just steal your kids things. It works. Exactly. Yeah. Why haven't I thought of that? Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. All right, that's it for this week's episode. If you would like to find any of the links that we talked about today, including links to Rhea's site, and also all of her products that are now on Amazon, you could just go to our show notes by swiping up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on, or going to mckenziecoppa.com and clicking on podcast. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, I would love if you joined our email newsletter by going to McKenzieKappa.substack.com. You can also find that link on my website. And joining us over in Patreon for all the fun that we're having over there by going to patreon.com slash live well together. All right, you guys, until next week when I am back with another fun episode that I would love to have you join me for, go be bold and gracious.